Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, Hollywood drama, a looming writer's strike threatening to shut down show business. It is going to have a massive ripple effect that you could borderline call a tsunami effect among the rest of Hollywood. We'll tell you what the approaching deadline means for all of our favorite shows. Plus, fit for a king, the coronation of King Charles III, five days away, and we've got a preview of the pomp, the circumstance, and Prince Harry's plans. Then, Emmy winner Edie Falco, live in Studio 1A, talking Bupkis. Yes, Bupkis, her hilarious new show starring alongside Pete Davidson. And then, even more great shows and movies to watch, from a Bridgerton prequel to The Little Mermaid and big blockbusters that will have you racing to theaters. Today, Monday, May 1st, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. It is Monday. Welcome to the third hour of today. The whole gang. Craig, Dylan, uh, hope you had a great weekend. And I can't uh, understand how you are just not burst completely from pride watching Clara. Thank you. This weekend was pretty awesome. There is a jewel here in New York City. It's called Harlem School of the Arts. And my little girl starred as Matilda this weekend with another little girl, Dylan. They split the cast because they had five shows. She loves it. I guess we don't have music clearance, so I can't let you hear it. Um, But just go to your Instagram. I'm I'm just wondering where she gets this from. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that. Well, I can't sing, but my mom, interestingly enough, this weekend is starring in Once on this Island in my hometown in Wichita. Oh, so my mom and my daughter are both music theater Ooh, we folks. we got to get so some video of that. I know. Can I just say this morning, I didn't have permission slips from all the kiddos, so I couldn't show all of you guys. Mm-hmm. But congratulations. When kids meet That's the moment, great. I think we should oh. celebrate them. And there were 60 kids in that play wow. you're there in Harlem. You're out there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That you age. don't know how you're going to be when you actually end up on stage, but mm-hmm. to see the video and to hear her. It was wonderful. So, so yeah, I'll post on my Instagram. Did, you, permission busy, for did you perform this weekend as well? <laughs> sort of? I was too busy with some animals. You had some good co-stars. Yes, I had some co-stars. We were filming... Uh, the final episodes of our Earth Odyssey show. What's but that? this is so cool. So this is a, a, a tamandua, I think it's called. It's like an anteater. Oh. Um, and at one point, they actually put worms in my hand, like live critter, like crawly, yeah. creepy, crawly worms. Right. And I'm like, I wasn't expecting it. Um, but anyway, so we're kind of changing things up for Earth Odyssey, and we're doing some interviews with a vet at the Brookfield Zoo in Chicago oh. and um, kind of working in some of their animals there. So it was that. really, really cool. Oh, there's the sloth. Yes. No, that's a, no, that's a binturong. Sloth. Um, he has really sharp teeth, but very friendly. Where's the sloth I saw? The sloth is in the mix of pictures. You'll have to watch. You'll have to watch. Is that a baby sloth? That's a baby sloth. You gave me a fun fact a few moments ago. It comes down once a week out of the tree. To pee. Well, they move really slow. Very slow, but they have very large bladders. How about you, Mr. Melvin? What was your weekend? We had the big PTA fundraiser. Are we going to see the picture? Nice. My wife took a picture. There we go. Oh. So I thought it was a 70s theme. I thought it was a 70s 
70s thing. Is the theme showing chest hair? Yes, actually, yes. Oh, wow. In the 70s, there was a lot of chest hair shown. But then I found out as so I was So did you have dressed. your chest shaved? What happened? Wait, what was the and Well, theme? you don't want to zoom in on that. You don't want to see the taco meat. This but early. the point is, Wait. you had the wrong decade. I did. It was a 60s thing. I got oh. the decade. Oh, wow. I wasn't funny. listening that closely. Kind of How about you? How was your uh, I had no activity whatsoever other than sitting in front of a fire for most of Saturday. And then that. Deborah and I went out to this great new restaurant in uh, Ghent, New York, called uh, Shadow 66. Yeah. A okay. friend of ours just opened this up. It is spectacular. If you're in the Hudson Valley, check it nice. out. Nice. I, I love, love it. it. Well, well hopefully you, everybody had a good weekend as well. Yes. You know, it's kind of soggy here in New York City, but we haven't seen that much work. rain in a long yeah, time. Yeah, we set a single-day uh, rainfall record for the month of April on Saturday. So. Weather's goodness. a big story. There's yeah. another big story looming out west. We're talking about the threat of a Hollywood writer strike. If a deal is not reached by tonight, it could bring the television and movie industry to a grinding halt. Mm. We haven't seen anything like this in about 15 years now. Miguel Amelgar is following this one. Hey, Miguel. Hey, guys, good morning. The strike is already authorized and the clock is technically ticking. The Writers Guild of America is seeking better pay, higher pensions and changes to address the impact of streaming on the industry. Action. With just hours left to reach a deal, TV and movie sets across the country may be forced to call cut as members of the Writers Guild of America threaten to go on strike. It is going to have a massive ripple effect that you could borderline call a tsunami effect among the rest of Hollywood. If a deal is not reached by tonight at midnight, some of your favorite programs, including late-night talk shows, will go dark. Even the fate of Saturday Night Live is on the line. This week's host, SNL alum Pete Davidson, unsure if the show will go on. I've been working on this for like two, three months, and they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll know Monday. If it's happening or not. The looming Hollywood shutdown comes after weeks of unsuccessful contract negotiations between the WGA and the Alliance, which represents more than 350 production companies. We want more money. Uh, we, we want enough money to make a basic living uh, doing what we love. In a statement, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers say its priority is the long-term health and stability of the industry, adding it is fully committed to reaching a mutually beneficial deal. I think the only thing that is certain going into these last 24 hours is that neither side wants a strike. But without an agreement, writers are ready to drop their pens and pick up picket signs for the first time since 2008. No contract, no show. Back then, that 100-day strike forced hit shows like Scrubs and The Office to cut their season short, costing Hollywood billions. While the full impact of this impending strike will depend on how long negotiations stall, it could force some network and streaming shows to delay the start of their season. To avoid leaving fans hanging, both sides need to act fast to write up a deal with a Hollywood ending. Now, this is critical not just for writers, but for everyone who's impacted by the studios. There's countless production and prop teams that would have to stop working if there's a shutdown, and they're not even impacted by these negotiations. There's also the economy here in Los Angeles that depends on studios for their everyday business. They, too, are watching contract negotiations 
very closely. Mm. Guys, back to you. Mm. All right. Miguel Amogar, Miguel. Thank you. Going straight. Right. Maybe it's uh, the Today Show at night. <laughs> <laughs> Today Show Let's after dark. Let's right. hope not. <laughs> As we watch the clock in Hollywood, we are also counting down to history. The coronation of King Charles III is five days away now, and so we are getting a look at what to expect. NBC's Molly Hunter is live in London. So, Molly, what are the latest details to come out about the coronation ceremony that will take place there in Westminster Abbey? Hey guys, good morning. That's right. The final countdown is on and I promise there has been a flurry of activity this morning at Buckingham Palace. Lots of tourists checking it out. Last minute construction going up a huge kind of press tent here. But we are learning some more details about the modern twists that are we putting on this very deeply religious, very traditional Christian service. One of those is that there will be female priests involved for the first time. There will be a nod to multiple faiths. Really, we have heard King Charles talk about this now for years, but it will be a much more inclusive atmosphere. It will be a much more scaled back affair than 1953, of course, when his mother uh, was crowned. The guest list is smaller. The procession is smaller. Two things, though, really strike me, kind of twists on very uh, traditional moments in the service. The first, like his mother, the anointing, that very private, very solemn moment will be off camera. So the whole thing will be televised. But King Charles will go behind a screen for that moment when he becomes, when he transforms from man to monarch. And the second thing that is being talked about a lot here is this Pledge of Allegiance. So for the first time, the public is actually given and invited to offer an active role in the coronation. So the Archbishop of Canterbury, who presides over the service, will invite the public at a point to pledge allegiance to the king. And in that moment, people who want to join in will say, I swear that I will pay true allegiance to your majesty and to your heirs and successors according to law. So help me God. This is really causing quite a lot of discussion on this side. There are critics, though, who say this is medieval. This is archaic, and something like this is quite tone deaf. Yeah, you, you know, Maggie, I guess a lot of this could uh, be uh, uh, discounted and pushed aside, but even with the procession that they've talked about, all the rehearsaling, the rehearsals, uh, are they worried that there aren't going to be that many people lining the, the procession route? We actually have been out talking to people, out talking to tourists, and everyone here is so excited. So there are two processions on Saturday that the king will take part in. Of course, he will go from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Abbey while the service will happen. And then the major procession that we have seen huge rehearsals for, huge full-scale live rehearsals. We're talking thousands of soldiers and sailors and aviators all partaking in these rehearsals. That will be from the Abbey back to Buckingham Palace. And that is when the palace expects thousands and thousands of people to line the map to gather in front of Buckingham Palace, of course, where we will see King Charles and some members of his family then waving on that balcony, who we may not see, though, at that point in the day is Prince Harry. We do understand that he's coming over, but reports now suggest that he will fly back fairly soon. And Molly, I have to ask about another big event that just happened this past weekend. Congratulations, you got married! She's married. Did you know your wedding was planned for the week before the coronation? (laughs) All the big British events kind of clocked into April at once, scheduled tightly. My feet have not hit the ground, guys. Wait, you just got married this weekend and you're at work on Monday morning? I got married last weekend. Oh, took a couple okay. days off. Had to be back. Had okay. to be back That's for right. the coronation. And Molly, you married a Will, right? <laughs> I I did. I married my own Prince Will, a Brit. <laughs> I love it. Congrats, so love Molly. It. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're his. I know. You're his. Oh, yeah, Kate. yeah. That is a radiant <laughs> smile. I love That's it. Congratulations, fantastic. Molly. Uh,
good. Her feet haven't touched the ground. That's Do you think our spouses too. say that about us? Uh, every day. <laughs> every day. It's like, he yeah, better. Yeah, they, he want better. Our, they want our feet to hit something else. <laughs> anyway, uh, just ahead, we've got a skin health fact versus fiction. We're going to set the record straight on sunscreen, sunburns, and bursting some melanoma myths. Mm-hmm. Then later in our series, Food for Thought, Let us tell you about a different type of vending machine helping people eat healthy on the go. Third hour of the day, I'll be right back. I've seen those photos. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. The UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. May is National Skin Cancer Awareness Month, and the first month or Monday of the month is Melanoma Monday. So melanoma is one of the rarest forms of skin cancer with about 100,000 diagnoses a year, but it can be fatal. So here to help our skin and bodies healthy or keep them healthy is dermatologist Dr. Angela Lamb. Good morning to you. Good morning. Okay, so we are going to do a fact or fiction. And I have to tell you, these I'm stumped. I tried to cheat, and the notes or the answers aren't on our paper. Okay, so the first one is fact or fiction. All melanomas are dark. So we're talking about the moles. Mm, any melanoma, any, specifically those. So what do you think? Uh, are they all I want to say fact, but I'm going to say fiction because I feel like that would be painting a broad brush. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Is that right? It's fictional. All right. So one of the things you need to know about melanoma is that they're not all dark. We always think that they're like dark. a dark. We tell yeah. people it's dark. There's a type that is called amelanotic melanoma. Very rare, but you have to keep the A, B, C, D, E's of melanoma in mind. And if you keep those in mind, you'll be covered for pretty much everything. Okay. ABCDEs. Like, What's the ABCDEs? Yeah, I'm like, what are ABCDEs? All right. So you want to look for asymmetry, irregular border, color, diameter, larger than an eraser head, and evolving. So I tell my patients, if it's bleeding, burning, itching, non-healing, you need to come in. So that would capture a melanotic melanoma as okay. well. That's good. All right. Fact or fiction, sports sunscreen needs to be reapplied. What do you think? I'm going to say fact. fact. Doesn't yes, all sunscreen you're, you're need to be That is true. Okay, okay. That's fact. So even if it says sport or actually the FDA prevents sunscreen from being labeled truly waterproof, really? you need to reapply. So either 
every 40 minutes or every 80 minutes, depending on what the label says. So really it doesn't matter. I just tell people if you're out, you're being active, you are doing anything that needs to towel off, you have to reapply. All right. That's what messed me up for the spring break. I did it in the morning Mm. and and then it Yes. Really reapplication is key. All right. So Doc, here's another one that uh, people, sun damage only happens when you tan or burn. What do you think? I'm going to go with fiction. Ah, so you are correct. That is fictional. Um, Really, by the time you get a tan or a burn, your skin is telling you that is too much sun. So unprotected sun sun exposure really just is not good. There's no such thing as that tanning (laughs) suntan. People say like, oh, I get a little, (laughs) you know, a little color and that protects me. Put that base layer down. No, that's that's really not good. And even if it's it's not sunny out, you can still have. You really can. We've talked about this before. Even when it's overcast, that's when people or cold, that's when people get um, the most unexpected suntans and sunburns. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about sunscreen and how important mm-hmm. it is to reapply, but this one, even if I wear sunscreen, I should wear a hat or cover skin. I think it's a fact. That is I mean, a fact. I put you those guys are doing great. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're killing it. Um, so really, when you have on the sunscreen, which we'll get into next, you also need to do something to mm-hmm. protect your skin. Um, you need to do hats, umbrellas, protects the ears, the back of the neck, the arm. Uh, really staying out of the sun is the best way to protect yourself. So sunscreen's okay. wonderful, which we'll talk about, mm-hmm. but you also need to do something. But the sun's so fun. I know. <laughs> Just reapply that sunscreen. Yeah. Wear SPF clothing. That's that's let's talk about that sunscreen, yes, Doctor. And we've yes. got a few examples So we have a here. couple of examples. So the key is, so let's do our fact or fiction. Okay. Higher SPF um, isn't any better for me. What I, would you say? I would say that's, that's probably fiction. I feel like SPF matters. Yes, it does matter. So okay. we've done a lot of studies. Higher SPF is better. It prevents you from getting burned. We have a few here. I always tell people, rule of thumb is, pick a sunscreen you'll actually wear. So that's why we have a variety here. We have the Neutrogena. I want you guys to try some of these on to see how easy they are. You get on this stick. Um, it actually is wonderful. It's like a little deodorant stick. Yes, oh. but that's very practical. Oh, Incredibly good. practical. Yeah. Goes on nice and clear. We have this beauty pie. They also can do other things. So this one has some anti-aging ability. So oh. try this one out. Because okay. you like want something you'll actually yeah. wear. I can get. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> now tell me this thing. So should you not want to tan? I mean, because you it's really so should golden not beautiful. tan. So Chanel, you want to try this Charlotte Tilbury it. one? Yeah. This actually is an invisible. So any tan primer. is not the best tan. It's not the best tan. So All this right. is a primer. So Ooh, for uh, under the folks makeup, that have makeup exactly. So you know these oh, are just ow. very practical. You have a stick. You have a cream. You have a something you can well, put you on. Well, you're really protected. <laughs> I am you're underneath really your makeup. You there we go. And they serve good Doctor Lamb, these were good. Thank you, Doctor Lamb. All right, coming up in food for thought. It's not your typical vending machine. Meet the traveling salesman who brainstormed a new way to eat healthy on the go. And then Edie Falco joining us live. She's going to fill us in on her new show with a superstar cast and an even better name. Third hour today, I'll be right back. Smells good. Is that you? In a little time. We are back with our series, Food for Thought, in celebration of National Salad Day. So it's the perfect day to tell you about a business built on a fresh idea to make healthy food available just at the push of a button. How can you change the way that people eat? You can't tell them to eat healthier. You have to make it easier, more convenient, more affordable, and it has to taste good. Luke Saunders is mixing up the fast food business. Believe it or not, about 100 million people are going to visit a vending machine today to get something to eat or drink. His goal? Transforming how people eat with fresh ingredients. 
Saunders is the founder and CEO of Farmer's Fridge, a 24-7 meal option dispensing healthy food from a vending machine. I've seen these these Farmer's Fridge kiosks and I thought, wow, that's that's kind of interesting. You've been in and out of airports. Was that kind of the the impetus for, for this business? So the idea was to get Farmer's Fridge everywhere. Um, and to make it as accessible as a candy bar to eat healthy food on the go. The idea coming to him during a work trip a decade ago. I was a traveling salesman. I was driving a thousand miles a week. I was in an airport every other week. And I really just thought, you know, I'm sick of eating processed food or fast food is my only option. So we decided to use the vending machine because it is actually the most convenient format for getting food. With no experience in the food industry, he rented a space and got to work. I started in the shared kitchen. I was making salads, renting a table by the hour, uh, you know, 10 bucks for a four by eight table in the shared kitchen in, in the west side of Chicago. Today, you may have seen one of the more than 650 fridges in airports, hospitals, and office buildings across the country, stocked daily with fresh salads, bowls, snacks, and more. Give me a sense of the logistics. That What does it take to get you know, these jars and, and your bowls and things like that in fresh every day into all those refrigerators. So our entire manufacturing operation is set up around this idea that you actually have to cut into the vegetables that morning to keep them as fresh as possible, get them right into the jar, and then get it to customers as fast as you can. And we're getting that food from our kitchen into those fridges in as little as four or five hours sometimes. What happens to the food that you don't sell? The idea has always been to donate unsold food. We actually partnered with Feeding America to donate a million and a half meals in 2023. And we're also, so far in 10 years, have donated about 400,000 meals to our network of fridges. The company's not only giving back to the community, but is also focusing on keeping their jars out of landfills. And these jars are, are eco-friendly? Uh, they are. They're, so we use 50% recycled PET. And then all of our fridges actually have a jar return. And picking up some famous fans along the way. Ariana Huffington visited one of your your fridges in JFK and actually posted about it on Instagram. Was that kind of a moment of, uh, of like vindication? You know, it's funny. I think anytime we get a, a celebrity posting about Farmer's Fridge, it, it is a very special moment. Even with their popularity and impressive growth, Farmer's Fridge is just getting started. So if you go through an airport, like you mentioned, you'll see us in the retail store and the fridges. You can get us really anywhere you want. Until that's true for everybody across the whole United States, we're not done. The great is you put your dressing in, which is it's not so good. All shake like it up, up on and top boom. when you exactly. open it up. And then look at that. It's good. Farmer's mm. Fridge actually has dispensed millions of jars to date. And Luke's goal is to sell as many meals as McDonald's. Wow. Ah. Business priding itself on using freshest, high-quality ingredients. And we all travel a lot. And you see yeah, them. Yeah, I see them. I've never tried them. Me yeah. neither. And it's really good Now stuff. I'll try them. I've seen them at the airport. Well, I guess yeah. I always assumed it wasn't fresh. But knowing it's fresh. and That's right. I've tried them before. But it seems as if over the last few months they've expanded mm-hmm. like their options. Their bowls, their wraps, yeah. really yeah. good. All right. like noodle mm. bowls. And yeah, this is good. Just ahead. By the way, look who's here. Would you like a bowl? We can take a salad <laughs> over to Edie Falco. <laughs> yep. The Emmy winner going to join us live to talk about This is a show that's getting a lot of buzz, by the way. It's called Bupkus. 
We're going to talk to her about Bupkis. Well, more than Bupkis. Yeah. Um, that's a new series with Pete, Dav- Pete Davidson. And then later, look who else is here. Who? Stephanie Mansour. Hey. She is here with two of our Start Today community members to answer some questions and to show us some new moves for May. She walked all the way from Stephanie, Chicago. finally <laughs> eating salad. Third hour today, right back after this. Yum. Oh, that is true. Normally. We're really excited catching up with an incredibly talented actor, Edie Falco, earning multiple Golden Globe and Emmy Awards over the years. Mm -hmm. Uh, She starred in that iconic HBO series, perhaps you heard of it, (laughs) The Sopranos. She played Carmela, the wife of the infamous crime boss, Tony Soprano. She then took on the role in another critically acclaimed series, Nurse Jackie. Well, now she's out with a new series. It's called Bubkiss. It's starring opposite former Saturday Night Live (laughs) cast member Pete Davidson. Edie plays his mom, Amy, in a fictionalized account of his life. Take a look. Having a baby would solve all of your problems. Did you tell him about how it would like, channel your chaos? It would give your life meaning? Yeah, I told him exactly that. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. So do you know who you'd like to have it with? Is there somebody special? Well, I think I'm just going to have it myself, but Nikki said she'd, you know, sell me one of her eggs, so. Sell? Yeah, well, you know, she went to Harvard, so it's, it's like an, a, it's an elite egg. I don't know. If you're going to buy the eggs, you might as well go big. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my God, that baby would be so talented. And Edie, good morning. Good morning morning to you. I think we're all intrigued by this show. It's got quite the cast. Um, It's called Bubkiss, which is a Yiddish word, right? That means just absolutely nothing. Nothing. So, I mean, what was it like signing on for this? Well, uh, it was great because I could not believe I was being asked to. Like, Mm -hmm. these are people from a different area of the world, you know, like I'd, I was sure they had made a mistake, but I was thrilled <laughs> I love that. to be asked to to do it. So I was like, yeah, of course. You seem like you fit in perfectly. I well, mean, like thank you. It's the best amazing. acting I've ever done, <laughs> pretending I belong there. <laughs> I mean, this show's getting, it's getting a lot of buzz, not just here in the building because it's from Peacock. A lot of folks are talking about it because of, as Dylan mentioned, this amazing cast, but you're, you're playing opposite Pete Davidson. Right. What, tell me about that dynamic and what do we learn about the relationship between like Pete and his his mom in real life. Well, I tried not to try to play like his real mom, who I didn't meet until we were almost done. Oh, I just wanted oh. to be, yeah, I just wanted it to be like this fictional idea because the mm. show is based on his real life, but with some So it is stuff. based on Pete's life. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But strange, you know, other things are in there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, it, you know, mother, mother, son, it's a thing. It's a I whole thing. It. Yes, it's a, it is. It's a, and a single mother mm-hmm. son, mm-hmm. which is a whole other thing as well. So, and it's a world that I know. So I, uh, it was actually That's pretty right. easy for me. Well, I, with Nurse Jackie, it earned you the Emmy um, for lead actress in a comedy series in 2010. And I feel like I remember when you took, uh, took it in hand, you thanked everyone. You were like, I'm not funny. <laughs> and now here you are in another comedy. I think you so, are. I, I was just going to say, if you Somebody change of heart. No. <laughs> no, I, I'm just, you know, I'm funny in my real life, I guess. And my friends are funny and stuff. But I was never hired to be funny. Right. So that it just seemed like... I don't know. It just, Do you know what I it never, is? You're good. Uh, so with the role no, you thank get. Good you, and funny. You, you, yes, thank you. Good exactly. and funny. Yeah, there, there, <laughs> there you go. You, 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 I, I'm just curious. You said you met uh, Pete's mom uh, almost. Towards through, the end of shooting. The, what did, did she, how did she think you did playing her? She was so smart not to say, <laughs> in fact. But she was so sweet and lovely and kind and mm. adores him. And uh, he has a really like phenomenally supportive, There's strong mom. family. Wow. Yeah, she's just great. Yeah, I love yeah, that. You, you've. Are acting with some great folks besides yeah. Pete. You've got Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci playing your dad. I mean, talk about that that relationship. 
Well, but one of the things I've mentioned is that Joe looks like my dad. My dad has been gone a few years, but uh, one day on set, I had them take a picture of him and I sent it to my family, my aunts and uncles. They were like, (laughs) wow, Uh, crazily. So I fell into a very comfortable relationship with Joe that was Mm -hmm. not earned, but it actually uh, served us well. On the wow. set. So. That's really sweet. Wow. Yeah. And speaking of family, you just got a new dog? I just got a new dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tell us I got, about a, your I got a pit bull rescue from Animal <gasps> Haven down mm-hmm. on Center Street. And uh, you don't know what you're going to get, but he was cute as heck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now he's huge and cute as heck. What's so, Mackie. Mackie. And I just got his uh, DNA back, and he's full pit bull. There he oh, is. What a beautie. He's such a cute boy. Oh, my gosh. He almost looks like the dog from The Little Rascals. That's who it is. So he's older than he looks. <laughs> always good to have you. Oh, great to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. So it looks great, by the way. Really I hope does. you like it. Bupkis premieres Thursday, May 4th. Uh, you can stream it only on Peacock. And, of course, Peacock is part of our parent company, NBC Universal. Only the best shows. And you can also stream all four hours of today and your local NBC station live as part of Peacock's new Morning News Live collection. Oh, look at that. All right, coming up, we are stepping into a new start today challenge. And Stephanie Mensour is here with two of our community members to show us some easy moves that we can all do at home. No excuses. We've had salads this morning. We're exercising. Healthy. I'm saying. Hello, man. We'll be right back. Wait until Thursday, though. (laughs) At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. The UPS. Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. We are kicking off our start, our May Start Today Challenge. As we enter Mental Health Awareness Month, we're going to focus on the benefits of walking. Before we get started, of course, grab your phone, scan the QR code, join and receive the Start Today newsletter. All right. There's also a calendar to help keep you on track. This is good. Mm-hmm. Here, to, uh, here to get our month started, right, is our Today Fitness contributor, Stephanie Mensour, the busi- busiest fitness person <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> also, have two Start Today members with us this morning, Gail Egan and the Elizabeth Obi Frank. So thank you, ladies, both for Good being morning. here. Good morning. Hey, guys. Nice. Steph, let's start with you. What can you tell us about this, this May plan? I understand it also has this journal tracker thing. Yes. So who likes old-fashioned journaling? I do. I do. Okay, Thanks I don't. Do. So what I did for this there. month <laughs> is I created a habit-tracking journal that just has a few questions as prompts. So if you're someone that comes home after a long day, you're trying to unwind and relax, maybe you have an unhealthy habit, 
habit. Maybe you're sitting on your phone or you're sitting in front of the TV, vegged out for a few hours, yeah. and before you know it, the night's escaped you. Mm-hmm. So I want you to really take a closer look at these unhealthy habits and see how we can replace them with a healthy habit, such as walking or maybe strength training or mm. something else. So this habit tracker is huge for me. I love that. And Gail, you were saying yeah, walking has done wonders for you, right? It has. How has it made a difference in your life? Well, um, we went on a family vacation mm-hmm. and to keep up with my grandkids that range from 18 to one year old, I had to start walking. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be left in the, you know, behind. Yeah. So it. it's done a lot for me. It's also helped me with my weight. Mm-hmm. Even I have more to go. And my stamina. I love it. You have a question for Stephanie about your routine. What is it? I do. I have a really, really bad habit. Um, I always at night get a yearning for a sweet. Ooh, oh, you're not alone. Salty. That's my thing. Yeah, all of I us. I can't keep chips. I can't keep cookies in the house. So I mm-hmm. wonder what I could do to break this habit. Yeah, well, you know, craving something sweet at the end of a long day is very, very common. I mean, this happens to me, too. So two things. One, maybe it's been a long time since you've eaten lunch, so you want to have an afternoon snack so that it holds you over till dinner. But secondly, I want to introduce something else that you can use as a reward, and that is movement. So we're going to do an exercise here. We're going to do a knee lift, and what this is going to do is it's going to take our mind off of the sweet craving, okay? Really? Yes. So you're going to balance on one (laughs) foot, and... One thing that most of us don't realize is we need to pick a point in front of us, a few feet in front, that's not moving to help with balance. Now, who's thinking about sweets right now? Me. That's true. <laughs> We're thinking about trying to balance. Right. Exactly. And many of us forget to engage our ab muscles during this okay. exercise. So pulling the navel in towards the spine, bringing the knee up. You can pause at the center if you want as you lean forward. Ten on this side and then ten to the next side. And fine. really reward yourself by feeling good about yourself, feeling proud of yourself, and feeling like you accomplished something. Thank you. Yes. Okay. That is true. That's in that true. moment, I wasn't thinking about sweets. There you go. Yeah. That's Elizabeth, now you, you, marath- you, you meditate, you've run marathons, uh, but, but there's one thing you think occasionally about that l- you lose your time and opportunity. That's right. What's that for stuff? Um, I made a commitment to wean myself off social media. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. But, but old habits that I had. Um, so when I find myself on my phone, surfing the net, mm-hmm. and getting caught up on my regular sites, what would you suggest Mm. to help me break that habit too? Yeah, you know, that's very common and at the end of the day, we all suffer from decision fatigue. We've Mm -hmm. made so many decisions and social media makes the decision for us. It chooses what we see next. (laughs) Yes. So I actually, instead of what everyone else says, and that is just throw your phone, I want you to use your phone and get down on the ground and we are going to focus on a move that you can still scroll. It's going to be a little bit more complicated though to scroll while we move. But hold that phone. Nice job, Elizabeth. With, squeeze those inner thighs together, roll back halfway, abs in tight. We're going to twist to one side oh, and twist oh, to the other. While you scroll. <laughs> yes, while you scroll. <laughs> so I'm not taking away the unhealthy habit. We're, That's not, funny. we're not cutting it cold turkey, but we're allowing you an opportunity to use the phone sort of like you would a weight or a little kettlebell here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like it. Stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Elizabeth, thank you. I love that. (laughs) Nice job. Who can read the phone while you do it? I think that's the object. Thank you. By the way, we should mention here, you should listen to Steph today. You're hosting Start Today on today's show radio. Good. Sirius XM Channel 108. You got it? Very nice. Um, Oh, this is exciting. Oh, by the way, don't miss a very special edition of our Start Today on our streaming channel, Today All Day. We're we're, uh, showcasing some 
some amazing health transformations from our community. Catch it this morning at 10 on today.com slash all day or streaming on Peacock. Those are good. I'm really going to try that. When I yeah. scroll on Instagram yes. now, I'm going to try to do that. Just get down and work you. your apps. That's and good. And then it won't keep me at We have to be a prop on the subway. But. <laughs> up next, something for everyone in our entertainment roundup. A new series for Bridgerton fans. The return of the galaxy's favorite superheroes in a very fast sequel. We're going to tell you all about them when we come right back. It is May 1st, which means a whole slate of new movies and shows dropping, and there are some big ones. So let's just do it. All right, here to get us ready, we have NBC News Entertainment contributor Chris Witherspoon. He's also the founder and CEO of the entertainment app Pop Viewers. Pop Good viewers. morning. Pop Good morning to the fam. Hey. Good morning. We've got a lot to watch here. Let's yes, start with so one of the most anticipated stuff. films of the year. How much longer do we have to wait for the live action yeah. Adaptation of The Little Mermaid. You have to hold me back, so I'm so excited. People are, I mean, it's time now. It's it's a live action reimagining of the film that came out back in 1989. In case people didn't see it, it was about this young woman under the sea, a a mermaid, who wanted to live her her best life above the sea. Uh, Halle Bailey's in this one. Um, Melissa McCarthy, David Diggs, Aquafina, and it really is a love story for the ages. And really great cinematography. They did a lot here to make this uh, come to life. But there will be new songs for those that are wondering. Lynn Manuel Miranda is teaming up with the original composer, Alan Macon. There will be new songs. Also, some songs from the first one will have okay. updated lyrics. It's going to be fierce. Oh, yes. man, wait. Well, another uh, show that people are looking for. Oh, yeah. This Bridgerton prequel. I've watched you it. You are, too. You know what? I didn't see the original. This and... is what I will say. So Let me say, I had a chance to see. I'm watching it, too, now, because okay, I'm interviewing so Shonda on Thursday with the yes. cast. It is phenomenal. 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 And, this and young Shonda... girl, Queen Charlotte. Phenomenal. She's so good. Shonda has done, done it again. It's, it's, she it's does. so phenomenal. And it's really the story of, of Queen Charlotte. It's her origin story. So we see her at 17 years old, reluctantly falling in love with King George. But there's also the backstory of Lady Danbury, which mm-hmm. I think is also one of the big breakout stars mm-hmm. from the first, uh, from the Bridgerton original. Um, but there's so many great, I think. Still the, handsome the people. The scandal, yeah. the romance, uh, lots of steamy scenes, and all the wigs. To this, me, Queen Charlotte in the, oh my in the wig game no. is amazing. Listen, this, this scene that we were just, that Chris was just showing is one of the most romantic scenes of it, like after it happened. That was like, so beautiful. Oh, and this, this young wait, actress, her name out? is India Amartivio. She's phenomenal. She right. plays a uh, young Queen Charlotte. When does it come out? Comes out May 4th. May 4th. Ooh, May 4th. Really? This Friday. Good, yes. I'm excited. Um, okay, so Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I'm back. I know. You can <laughs> check back in. Uh, it's been a little while since we saw the last Guardians of the Galaxy. Tell us about this. This is the final, you guys. It's the final film in the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. It stars Chris Pratt, the whole cast. Zoe Zaldana, Dave Bautista, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper. And they're in for another out-of-this-world adventure, literally. They're on a new planet called Planet Nowhere. And their whole thing right now is fighting against this new villain called the High Revolutionary. And he wants to uh, take... Uh the, the raccoon. Uh, Rocket Raccoon. Rocket, Rocket Raccoon, hmm. who is Bradley Cooper's character. Yes. But it's emotional, it's action-packed, and it's also very, very funny, but bring cleanness. It gets a little sad at the end. Oh. It's the finale. It's, it's the final the finale, one of the trilogy. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Speaking of uh, franchises and possible finales, from our sister company, Fast and Furious 10, I believe. Fast, this is, this is, this is, is this the end of the last? This is the next to last. The next to oh, last okay. one wow. of the franchise. Buckle up. It's, it's Fast and Furious. You got Vin Diesel back again, Jason Momoa, Michelle Rodriguez, and the legendary oh, Rita Moreno, who oh, plays Abuela Toretto. She's the grandmother. But the family this time is facing off against a whole new bad guy. It's Jason Momoa. Oh. He's playing this Ooh. character, Dante Reyes, who's out to avenge his father's death. He? He's phenomenal in this character. Like, his character, Dante, is kind of psychotic and scary. But also, <laughs> steals, he steals every single 
single scene that he's in, really? as only Jason can do. Yes, and it takes you places. It filmed in um, Portugal, Italy, Los Angeles, also England. Jeez. Huge budget, $340 million. Wow. You guys, get this. Thus far, the Fast and Furious franchise has bought in $6.5 billion. Billion. Oh, it's, it's one of the biggest franchises. Oh, Jason Statham's back in it. Yes. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, wait, I have one more. I'm sorry. I'm so busy. Let's talk about J-Lo. She's getting back into her action. Yes, mode, right? she's back. This one is called The Mother, and you guys, Vengeance is a Mother. J-Lo Ooh. is back Who alongside is Omari Hardwick, Joseph Vines, Gal Garcia Bernal, and she plays a former assassin. Is that Edie Falco? Is that Falco? No, yeah. it's not. People oh. keep thinking it is. She's not in this film. That's, um, that's like the same. <laughs> so I, we all were like, is that, look, that's her. No, that's, that is Edie. That's Edie no, Falco. No, you just said it's Honestly, not. Honestly, it's, it's not her, but she looks a lot like her. <laughs> wow. Wait, can we get Edie back to ask her? Yeah, because I swear we just no, saw her. She plays a former assassin who comes out of hiding to protect her daughter, who's 12 years old. Some bad guys are after her. Lots of great fighting happens in this film. And Ooh. this is uh, J-Lo not playing a victim, but playing a mother who's also a killer. Alright. Oh, yes. boy. Sorry, As Edie most Falco. moms are. Okay. Edie Falco <laughs> that, that is true. That is very true. Edie Falco. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank Fresh you, Chris. Right Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, bud. All right. Somebody call, check that. Somebody we'll call you. right back. I know. Hearing I looked it up. Really? Tomorrow on the third hour, Vicki Wynn is here to tell us what to buy and what to skip this month. Well, you don't want to skip this upcoming Hoda and Jenna show because yeah. they are at the New Orleans Jazz Festival. Uh, stay tuned for some fun, food, music, and so much more. They're having a blast. Yeah, yeah Big Easy. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good Bye. day, everybody. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.